planning a ride to Estes Park, Colorado and Rocky Mountain National Park? Ready to reach the Continental Divide? Well, this is the episode for you. Here in part one, we'll discuss when to go, where to go, and how to reach those exceptionally amazing locations. In part two, next time, we'll get even into more details about the history, the wildlife, and the geology of this area. I'll also talk about recent construction projects and timed entry programs that you'll need to know before you go. Most importantly, I'll share my opinion on the best coffee shops, restaurants, and haunted hotels in the area. <laughs> I've motorcycled in and around the Estes Park and Rocky Mountain National Park area for about 25 years now. I'm also a tour guide in the National Park part-time, and I'll be glad to share some secrets with you to make it a trip of a lifetime. It's a fantastic place to see, just completely amazing, especially from the seat of a motorcycle. After literally hundreds of journeys through both Estes and Rocky, as we call them locally, I think I've learned the best places to ride and the best routes to get to the most fantastic scenes you could ever imagine. After these two episodes, I think that you'll be well equipped for a fantastic trip, but I'm also offering a free live Zoom meeting just with you or with a small group. If you'd be interested, I would love to meet you and have a conversation about the trip. Absolutely no charge, absolutely free. So if you're ready, let's hop on the bikes, get the maps all ready. Let's head down the road. Thanks for joining me today. Recorded in beautiful Loveland, Colorado. Welcome to Peace Love Moto, the podcast for motorcyclists seeking that peaceful, easy feeling as we cruise through this life together. Are you ready? Let's go. When you look at a map of northern Colorado, one of the first things that you'll notice is that Estes Park is right next to Rocky Mountain National Park. Now some folks think that Estes Park and Rocky Mountain National Park are the same thing. But no, Estes Park is a little city or a village as some of us call it, and Rocky is a national park owned by you, the taxpayer, and it's managed by the National Park Service. So when you leave the Estes Park city limits on either Highway 36 or Highway 34 going west, you'll immediately reach the entrance to Rocky Mountain National Park by way of the Beaver, Beaver Meadows entrance or the Fall River entrance. And as you exit the western side of Rocky, you'll enter the little sister village of Estes, which is called Grand Lake. Now more to come on this later on. Let's begin though with the when. When is the best time to visit or ride a motorcycle specifically in Estes Park in the Rocky Mountain National Park area? Now, some will say that because of icy roads and winter conditions, motorcycles can only ride in Estes or Rocky in the spring or, or through maybe September. Well, that's not completely accurate. Far from it, really. My friends and I have ridden in Estes Park and even the lower elevations of Rocky Mountain National Park in every month of the year. Now, granted, the roads in the upper elevations are not plowed during the winter, and therefore they're closed and iced over most of the time anyway, but many of the roads remain open and accessible year-round. The reason that you can typically ride in any season around here is because it's really, really sunny. 
we're, uh, you know, we're the mile high city, right? Or Denver is. And then Rocky Mountain National Park goes into two miles above sea level. So it's quite sunny and it's very, very dry here most of the time. Even after snow showers, the lower elevation roads can be cleared and dried really, really quickly. And uh, due to the intensity of the sun, yeah, things clear off pretty fast. You, you always need to be cautious, though, for shady spots in the wintertime. But overall, many of the roads are rideable, yeah, really, throughout the year. Granted, it gets cold. Do you need to dress warm? Yes, you do. But, you know, one of the best investments I ever made, personally, in warm gear is uh, an electric jacket. One that I can literally plug into a unit that's connected to the battery of my motorcycle. Adjust that, and it's just about right, just about any time of year. Now granted, planning your trip in the winter season can be tricky because you never know when the weather may change and we could be socked in with snow for a while, that happens. But if you're flexible, sometimes the colder months are a great time to see the area without much tourist traffic at all. Now a very important factor to take into account when you're going to ride your motorcycle through Estes Park and into Rocky Mountain National Park is traffic. Now, don't get me wrong, the the locals love tourists and we need the financial support for the businesses, but riding a motorcycle in traffic is probably the last thing that you want to do when you're on vacation or on a tour. So there's some simple rules of thumb that I always recommend. First and foremost, avoid holidays. (laughs) I know that's difficult to do, but I really recommend avoiding holidays. The full-time population of Estes Park is about 6,000 people. Rocky Mountain National Park receives 4.3 million visitors each year, the great majority of those visitors coming through Estes Park. And the vast majority of those 4.3 million come through between June and September. So I, I recommend avoiding all holidays during this span, especially the week around July 4th. Very, very busy. Avoid that if you can. Number two, uh, midweek is always less crowded, even in the middle of the summer. I always recommend visiting the area Monday through Thursday if you can. Estes Park will be, uh, you know, less crowded and you'll have more opportunities to talk with the locals. And same thing with park rangers in Rocky Mountain National Park. And it's fairly traffic free for the most part. Again, Monday through Thursday. Early mornings and evenings are best for less traffic better for photos and a lot better for seeing wildlife. Want to see the most animals and avoid the crowds right early in the morning or later in the evening. I typically recommend being there before, well before 10 a.m. And then if you can come through the area after 5 p.m., that's that's really best. Uh, Our days in the summertime go very, very long. We have lots of sunlight from early in the morning to late in the evening. So Even riding through after 5 p.m. to all the way to sunset can be just fantastic. And last, just kind of a warning, be watchful of storms any time of year, especially in the summertime. The weather can change from sunny and warm to snowing literally any time of year at those higher elevations. Experienced riders will always be wearing a quality helmet, right? But you've got to be prepared for weather changes. So have rain gear and warm gear, everything waterproof and warm, just in case you need it. Now let's talk a little bit about where to ride. Now that depends on the season, but the roads to and around Estes Park are open year round. 
Now, the upper elevation roads in Rocky, Na- Rocky Mountain National Park close in winter because it can be too much snow and they just don't plow up there. But the lower elevations are, are open. Now, the highlight of any motorcycle ride in Rocky Mountain National Park will be on one of three roads. Fall River Road, Trail Ridge Road, or Bear Lake Road. Now, let's talk about each of them. Fall River Road is a narrow, one-way dirt road. It was the original road originally created uh, as a trail by the Native Americans. The Arapaho Indians called it the Dog Trail. Now, it's only open while free of snow, which is early July through mid-October. So that's a fairly narrow window there. Speaking of narrow, so is this road. (laughs) There are no guardrails and few shoulders along this way. It can be dangerous, and it's awesome, really. You know, life's too short not to give it a try. We drive Jeep tours through here during the summer, and it's a fantastic road for motorcycles. Now, speaking of motorcycles, it's ideal, I would say, for dual sport bikes with a good amount of clearance and good good, uh, off-road traction. But honestly, an experienced rider on a road back can make it just fine also, in my opinion, as long as it's dry. It's seldom muddy up there after a rain due to the you know cli- dry climate in general. So just be aware of the weather. You know, sometimes there can be deep ruts and yeah, you have to be careful. I would say that Trail Ridge Road is the number one reason to motorcycle in Rocky Mountain National Park. I can't stress it enough how important it is to travel the full length of this road by motorcycle if you if you're in the area it's mind-blowing i can't begin to describe the views from the seat of a motorcycle it's like riding on the moon trail ridge road was built as an easier route through the same place that fall river fall river road goes it's a two-way paved road fully open from may to about october Trail Ridge Road is the highest continuous paved road in the United States, reaching an elevation of over 12,000 feet. Now that's two and a half miles above sea level. The weather can change quickly at this elevation also, and a warm summer day can turn into sleet and snow and high winds any time of year within minutes. So as I said, come prepared. Now Bear Lake Road is beautiful and very popular. It's uh, one journey that takes you into the central part of Rocky Mountain National Park at one end, and you'll reach Bear Lake. Along the way, I always recommend stopping for a short hike around what's called Sprague Lake. Many wedding pictures are photographed there. It's really, really beautiful. And Bear Lake itself is just spectacular. That lake with Howlett Peak in the background is one of the most photographed locations in the entire park. Now, as I mentioned, it's popular, which means it can be crowded and have traffic, especially on weekends and especially on holidays. Although it's a timed entry system, there can still be traffic. So remember, avoid holidays and summer weekends to steer clear of traffic. Monday through Thursday are your friends. Early morning and after 5 p.m. also. It's a good, a good option. Crossing over from Estes Park on Trail Ridge Road and crossing over the Continental Divide, you'll reach Grand Lake, which is considered the sister city of Estes Park. You'll find here uh, one of the deepest lakes, actually the deepest lake in all of Colorado. The population of Grand Lake is only about 400 people, but it certainly swells with visitors in the summertime. But 
It's still, uh, I've found it mostly uncrowded for most of the time. Had very pleasant visits there for many, many years. It is quite the hidden gem. And while you're at Grand Lake, stay the evening and be sure and see a show at the Rocky Mountain Repertory Theater. If you like musical theater with classic shows such as Hello, Dolly, it's just great. My wife and I have done that several times and spent the night over there. And uh, taking in the show, it has just been the highlight of our trip. More details about Grand Lake and the theater uh, in part two next week. Okay, I know that that was a lot, but I'll have the detailed transcript of this podcast uh, out on the website. Estes Park and Rocky are indeed beautiful places with some of the nicest people that you'll ever want to meet. Take your time, relax, and talk with a stranger. Use your imagination and watch others carefully and do a random act of kindness out there if you can. Whatever that may be. Tune in next week for your tour guide's trip on specific recommendations for things to do for the entire family. So thank you for joining me today. Thanks so much for listening. I wish you peace. I wish you love.